Utah blowing a 21-point halftime lead. I think it's a combination of big mistakes from young players and Utah's tendency to sit on leads. I'm going to put more on the big mistakes by young players for one specific reason. If Ty Jordan doesn't fumble the ball and they complete that drive, Utah wins. Man, I felt for him. They're going to be mistakes. you got to iron out these things, but they were pretty darn conservative. You just can't play that way anymore. College football, you got too many people who could score points. Washington was averaging 35 points a game. Coming into that game, can't sit on any lead. Interesting to hear Boyan talk about his injury, Gordon. I was in pain for most of the season. It was tough to me when I realized that I had torn my ligaments. I was the first one that trying to talk everybody to let me play. That's a very Boyan thing, like, no, I'm, just, I'm not getting surgery, I'm fine. I've never suffered that injury, and I don't know what it takes to rebound in the way the Jazz want him to. He's a tough dude. I yeah. mean, do you remember back, it was either the first or the second game where he had an ankle roll yes. that was awful. Like, it was hard to watch. It was bad. And he missed a game. And yeah. if you look throughout his entire career, he's a tough dude. He just doesn't miss games. Have you ever turned on the TV and go to one of those channels where the Christmas fireplace is on your screen? Is that a thing? I saw that last night, and I wanted to run that by you guys and see what you thought of it. <laughs> I've never sought it out, Gordon. It just said Christmas Yule Log. So I clicked on it, and there it was, a fire burning. I'm just more concerned. You thought, you know what? I better talk about this on the radio. Everyone needs to know. The standard to make the Not Sports Report is so low. You ever been on the channel where they just show you what's on all the channels? That, uh, that's fascinating to me. What's the definition of news again, Gordon? Shut up. Gordon, we have some breaking news from the world of college football. We've been talking about the eyeball emojis coming out of BYU. Jake Edmonds of KUTV says, I can confirm the rumors. BYU at Coastal Carolina is happening. Not that Coastal Carolina is a marquee program, but they are highly ranked this year. Other teams have benefited from playing teams ranked in that same range and have gotten a boost out of that. So we'll see if the Cougars can do likewise. Hey, they're undefeated. This is a good thing. And plus, they need to play. They need to stay on the top of everybody's mind. I like wearing socks with sandals. Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is a football Friday on the big show. Gordon Monson, yeah. Jake Scott, Coach Mack, Alema Harrington, 97.5, 1280 The Zone, live at the warehouse. The Eight, warehouse, boom. 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low, it, it'll blow your mind. It's I'm the warehouse. Up, I'm pretty upset because my couch is gone. Yeah, your, cou- we, your couch is gone. We've got a new couch this yeah. week. What do you think, Coach? Give it, well, Give us a review. Doesn't feel the same as the other one. Well, you well, know, it's not the same as the other one, Coach. I mean, it's like it'd have to be the same to feel the same. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh I like it. Boy, that's a, hey, that's hey, a great statement. Write that down. Well, write I, that down. I like it. Beautiful couch. <laughs> very nice. Yeah, it's, it's very nice. Uh, very comfy. Gordon, how are you? <laughs> I'm still trying to get past that analysis. <laughs> the couch has to be the same, be the same, to feel the same. Well, well, oh, man. well, it was the same couch for several weeks, and I, I bet you Coach had a groove going. Yeah. I, I, think, I, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I just come in here. Just right into it. Yeah. So, like so a, good, get, a nice then, worn saddle. And that lady good. came in last week and bought it <laughs> yeah. right, right off of Munderland. Boom. Yeah, right Boom. Yeah. Wait a second. Wait a second. A lemma. Are you saying that in order yeah. to get a couch just where it needs to be, say like when you're watching a football yeah. game or something, you have to have a certain imprint on that couch yes. to just, you know, butt cheeks yeah. wise? And don't let yeah, don't let any like a yeah, don't let any of the you know, the neighbors or the visitors come and try to take your spot. So, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, you're a guest in our house, but that doesn't mean you get my spot. There you go. Yeah. Go Archie oh, Bunker yeah. on them and oh, kick yeah. them out. Don't, hey, hey. 
Don't even try to tip my wife's spot from her, even if she's not sitting there. You know, Detective. Like, 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 I'll be sitting in her spot, and, and, and she'll come and say, what are you doing there? I said, well, I'm sitting here. Hey, that's my spot. Is that, hey, is that the way it works? Like. Is, that, is that the way it works in the McBride household and every other household, that when you come into the room, you do have... A spot, an assigned seat. Well, it's, it seems like it, you know. That, yeah. That, uh, and then they say, "Well, you can you can eat up here at this part of the house, <laughs> but you can't eat down here." It's kind of like I'm like like well, I'm kind of like the two dogs we have, you know. Hey, you stay over there when you eat. You stay over there when you eat. Hey, do what you're told. It's the easiest way to go. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, the easiest. The, the answer is okay. See, I you know I don't have a spot in my house because <laughs> my wife's spot moves, yeah. and so she really keeps me on my toes. Yeah, she'll no, prefer one spot yeah. one week. Well, once you guys have been married for like twenty, thirty years, <laughs> then then things change a little yeah, bit. I believe yeah, that. Well, Jake, yeah, Jake's trying to tell you. <laughs> Jake's trying to tell you guys that he's spotless. <laughs> I am spotless. I, you know, he's I don't spotless. care. I'm the amenable one. It's 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 uh, it's well, not just, a problem. Hey, and that's good. Good. That's good. Yeah, Alema, do you have a chair? Yeah. Do you have a chair that's always yours? Do I have a chair? Uh, I actually, I, I don't. I don't have a chair. that I, I, I have a spot on the bed that's always mine, but I don't have a chair that's always mine. No. But I've got a 7- and an 8-year-old, and, you know, the, the couches, especially on the weekends, they become, like, that's where the kids want to, like, make their beds, and they want to have, like, a – you know, uh, an adventure and sleepover downstairs instead of up on. The, but here's the cool news. This is a real story. Not that the other stories I just told were not real. <laughs> but yesterday, Clayton came over. Uh, Clayton Curl. Oh, from the he? warehouse. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he came over and delivered a new bed for us. And Which so, bed? So uh, I can't, I could, I'll have to point it out for you over here because we have. This is a top-of-the-line bed, though. A king Give us the features. Queen. A king. Top-of-the-line king because my kids, my two, my seven- and eight-year-old, outgrew their queen bed that they were sharing. So they, they wanted a bigger bed. So we took the master bedroom bed, okay. king bed, put it up in their room, and we got a new bed. See, we could have well, done why that. why didn't you get it for the kids? No, 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 no. Mom and dad need the new bed. <laughs> you know, the kids get the, you know. They get the, the, the leftovers. Yeah, they, they get what we used to have. And then that's new to them. They thought it was you know christmas okay they were jumping up and down on the king bed upstairs they're like this is amazing hey well uh, what's the what's the two kids names gabe and isaac gabriel and, and isaac gabe and isaac you guys should have got <laughs> the new bed don't start with that don't start so, with that hey so i hope you're listening and when you when you when, you, when your dad comes home said Dad, hey, we want that new... new bed for us. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing they're still in school. <laughs> we'll have Austin set but up the table. I'll tell you, the maybe... bed that we got, man, the new king bed that we got from here, boom. boom. Awesome. It's awesome. Well, I love it. You, Good. I, Good. I tell you what, Tom's Tom's amazing. You know what? He's the man. He's yeah. the man. He'll take good care of you. And he takes good care of all of you. He yeah. takes good care of us, but he gives the same to our listeners. Yeah. There's a reason we That's all, true. I mean, I like here, to feel so. like, oh, man, I got that special Lemmy Harrington deal. But what I got was the Tom Curl deal, which is a great deal. Yep, the boom deal. Yeah, the boom deal. Uh, his his, uh, his, his uh, deals are amazing. Yep, he takes good care of you. And we will talk to Tom coming up uh, here in a little bit. But you're welcome to come on by and pay us a visit. 1825 South. 300 West. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. So, Lemma, did you know that Kyle Morrell passed away? A yeah, I did. Ago? Yeah. I did, and I played with Kyle. And, yeah. um, you know, most of my interaction was being on the scout team against Kyle, which right. was never fun. No, he, I tell you what, he was a maniac. Yeah. Um, and uh, But but I, I, I grew to respect him, and, and like m- probably a lot of people, a lot of BYU fans, remember him for his just uh, – um, just, just no beat. regrets type of left everything on the field every game and practice too and and of course that that play against Rafael Cherry at, at Hawaii right. that preserved the win for us right. um, against uh, the right. University of Hawaii yeah, he'd, he'd give up his body yeah you know I mean he was one of those kids that that uh, it, 
he reminded me of Chuck Cecil, the kid we had in Arizona when I was there. You know, I just didn't care. You know, yeah. just, just when you talk safety pride, you know, we think about Morgan Scally and safety pride. That guy was safety pride, like well, he was well, the ambassador of safety pride. And he was a hitter. Yeah, you know, he was a hitter, and and, and uh, his his last ten years, I guess, have have not been yeah. have not been good. Yeah, quality of life was was not great. But right. what a last time I saw him in person, in fact, was about that long ago. We were at the uh, it was the 25th anniversary, if I'm not mistaken, of the national championship team, right. and he and I were on the sidelines, and I had a chance to chat him up a little bit and walk down memory lane a little bit with right. him, and uh, um, and it was good to see him. Yeah, at that time, he I think he may have just had like a shoulder surgery, which was probably you know number right. 20. Right. Uh, for him, and uh, but you know he was still in pretty good shape at that time, and right. and so it was good to have a chance to catch up with him at that moment, and and uh, you know he will go down as one of the all-time greats at BYU. Absolutely, I mean he. I'll was, tell you uh, guys, I was on the sideline. This was maybe 20 years ago. It was a long, long time ago, and uh, I, I was standing there watching a, a game unfold. For whatever reason, I was down there on the field, and I heard somebody behind me walk, pacing back and forth, just talking up a storm, very colorful, in a very colorful way. <laughs> yeah, okay. And I turn around, it's Kyle Morrell. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, the who intensity. Who was he talking to? Uh, himself, I think. I don't know who he was talking to everybody. He was talking to the world. But uh, you talk about intensity, and he wasn't yes. even playing. This was this was uh, oh, no, he, he this only was 15 had one, years after yeah. his time, you know. Yeah, yeah he was intense. intense character, and and like that, and and you know, pretty much every aspect of his life, and 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 that's one of the things that if you go back at the, for for that that that's you know years in the 80s when BYU was winning, you know, the Holiday Bowl against Missouri, and then on to the Holiday Bowl win against Michigan. And you think about the guys that defined that era on the defensive side, like Kurt Govea and Leon White and, and Kyle Morrell would be in that, that uh, group of guys that, um, you know, it was their leadership that I think allowed BYU to get to that point. Absolutely. And the thing that's cool about Kyle is Kyle's a Utah kid, right? you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so I think people look at that and whether it's, you know, Kyle or some of the other kids, even Jim McMahon, who was, you know, from Roy, you you think about the homegrown kids that you get and um and you celebrate them even to another level. You know what another name that comes to mind when you were rattling off those names, Alema. Remember Gary Kama? Yes, yeah. Gary was before me, yeah. but still still in that time frame that you're talking about. And I was just yeah. having this conversation with somebody about those guys that really laid the foundation going from the the early 80s, late 70s, early 80s to that pinnacle, which was the national championship. Hmm. And then Coach Mack got to Utah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Then Coach decided to come in and shake everything up. Yeah. Hey, we needed to turn that thing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We we have a lot to do today. Uh, We have a full weekend of football coming up. How many football Fridays have we had where we're talking about delays and and last-minute cancellations? We have games. We have games. We can talk about Utah State's game last night that was Mm. really ugly. I don't know. We shouldn't start there. (laughs) Let's not start there. I I, I, I listened to a little bit of Scotty and Hands and them talking. Of course, Scotty closely related to that program as he's calling the games and and just – so we won't we won't start there because our listeners may have gotten a, a fill of that and, and but we've we got to talk about it for sure. But yeah. uh, but some other games coming up that uh, deserve our attention as well. Well, I think the biggest story, of course, is BYU adding a game against the top twenty five yeah. opponent in in Coastal well, Carolina. You, you know the interesting thing if you read a little bit of the history of Coastal Carolina, this guy has built his roster the right way. You know, if you just look at kind of trace the history of what this coach has done there. And he's kind of taken step by step by step by step. And I think that this is going to be a tougher game than what you might think. They're a good team. I mean, 9-0. and uh, This is Yeah, and I would say this to that point, Coach. Uh, a tougher game than you might think. When you say you might think, I don't think that BYU coaches 
maybe players because we're kids, right? But coaches are not underestimating or disrespecting this Coastal Carolina program, oh, I don't absolutely think. Absolutely no. not. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying from a, a regular fan right. out there saying, oh, yeah, we're playing Coastal Carolina, and they're playing a, a, a bunch of dogs or whatever, and and, uh, and we should just walk through them. They will, and and it, that won't happen. It's going to be a close game. Whoever shows up in the fourth quarter is going to win the game. It's I was surprised like, that the uh, line out of Vegas was 10 points. I, I was yeah. surprised by that. I thought it would be tighter. Like last week I predicted that, that Utah would beat Washington 28-14 to uh, 14 or whatever, 28-21. Yeah. And that would, if the kid hadn't fumbled the ball, that would have been the final yeah. score. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I, I said that's the one thing that concerned me about the first game was the turnovers and turning that around in, a, in, in the next game that you have. Difficult to do, and they still struggled once again with that turnover. You know, a turnover bug is, is hard to get rid of sometimes, and it came that came back to bite them the worst really in the second half when, you know, when it mattered the most. So, you know, the funny thing is that, the turnover thing is kind of interesting because I know that that we took a job at Arizona, and so the the starting tailback who was really a good player, oh he's a great player, but he fumbles, mm. right? He fumbles and he fumbled against Stanford and he fumbled against this team, and and so the one thing that that Dick told me, he always said, never talk to somebody about fumbling, talk to them about possessing the football, talk to them about about positive things, not negative things. So if you put a, in a player's mind about fumbling, hey, don't fumble. He's going to fumble. Yeah, or, it's in your head. Yeah, it's in your head because, it, and and what happens if if you put it in another, if you phrase it a different way, possess the football correctly, uh Make sure that, that that you do this, but you keep it in a positive way. And I know we used a like Michael Anderson was a fumbler when he came to to Utah, right? Mm-hmm. And so we used the baseball bat, you know, in practice. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, hang on a second. <laughs> you might have to explain this a little bit. Well, you did what? So, so what we what we what we had is is, and I had a it was a it was kind of a one of those plastic bats. And every time he carried the ball, man, I'd swing that bat right at the ball. Yeah. And we would give a reward for anybody who could knock the ball out. Yeah. Any place on the field. I don't care. If the guy's 30 yards downfield, then you were to knock it out. Well, you, you got you got something, uh, a, a plus a plus for the day. So so guys were always. Trying knock, to get, uh, knock the ball out. Trying to knock the ball out. And. Pretty soon, the guy doesn't fumble anymore. Yeah, because he's he's always he's always ready. And to to your point, and I think this is a a beautiful thing for listeners out there when we're talking about just positive, you know, to to in a way to speak positive about something. Don't tell the kid, hey, don't fumble, because now now he's thinking all the time, oh, fumble, don't fumble, don't fumble. You tell the kid, hey, high and tight, high and tight, and then all the then they're what they're thinking is keep that ball high and tight and protected, and so. It's the whole difference in where their mind is. If with if the message is the same, don't fumble, right? right? But, but the it, result is different because of where their mind is. Right. You know what well, message? You, I'm, you know what message I'm taking from this whole thing is that Mac used to distribute a bunch of wiffle ball bats to everybody <laughs> on the field, yeah. and they'd all whack away at the ball. <laughs> Mike Anderson and Mike Anderson goes on to have one hell of an NFL career. Yeah, yeah. He I, didn't, he, I, I tell you what, he didn't he didn't fumble after that. After, you know, I mean, he, he the first couple of games, you know, he turned the ball over a little bit, and then after that, he never. That ball was, and when he was in the pros, he never fumbled. Yeah, in the pros and you either. think you think about guys that might have a bout of fumbleitis, right? And then then you know they understand in the pros especially. Well, if I keep on fumbling the ball, then I'm you know I'm not going to be in the league. And then they take the what is it, was a Tiki Barber that did this right, and and he over an entire offseason completely changed the way he handled the football and came back and he rarely fumbled in his career after that. Right. 
So yeah, you you know just just one of the things you teach from the very beginning, whether it's a high school kid or 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 even a a, a kid in little league, is how to possess the football. Yeah. You know, and it, the the uh, my father-in-law played for uh, uh, for the the guy the Heisman's name after for John Heisman, mm-hmm. so he played for him, and he said he. I can still see my father says on the opening speech, Heisman said, and they call, he called the ball the football a spheroid, a, a better than fumbling this to fumble this spheroid, you should die as a young boy. <laughs> <laughs> that was his opener. That's his opener. Uh, that was, he told, so he, he told me. He told me that I could still see him telling me that story. You know, I said, yeah. yeah, yeah, John Heisman. It's the opening. What was his opening? Thing? <laughs> well, better. Better to die as a young boy than, than, <laughs> with the spheroid. than, than put the spheroid on the ground. Oh, so, hey, so, hey, Mac, explain to our listeners. Explain to our listeners the correct way to carry a ball. What, what, what is it that you coach? You got to be. It's got to be high and tight, and you got to tuck. You got to. You got to make sure your whole palm of your hand is over the front edge of the football. Mm-hmm. So you got the whole the whole thing there, and then you got a, you got your elbow tucked tight, so you got the ball tucked tight, and you got to make sure as a running back that you're always shifting the ball to where it's to your on to the your, outside to the outside to where it's your mm-hmm. your advantage, so you have less chance. But even when you shift the ball, uh, Gordon, you you co- you come and you cross over, you cover the fr- the front end or the back end, with, it turns yeah. into the front end, yeah. and you cover it completely with the palm of the hand, and then tuck it back up high and tight, so the back end is covered with your elbow and your body. Yeah, so once once you're going to get hit, then you're using both arms to, to, uh, to, in other words, instead of trying to kick for the extra two or three yards, yeah. just, yeah, just cover that ball and, and go ahead and go down. And, and yeah, because how many times do you see that fighting for the extra two or three yards, that's when the ball comes that's out? That's when the ball comes out. Hmm. That's exactly right. All right, we're here at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. We'll get into more of uh, this weekend's games coming up. We'll also talk about Utah State. I just didn't want to start there. It felt like kind of a <laughs> kind of like a bummer place to start. You know, we're in a good mood. We're here at the warehouse. Yeah. Let's let's talk well, about fumbling yeah. instead. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's get a good story about John Heisman. You know, that feels like Let a better way to go. Let me tell you that Jake never fumbles the transition. No. That's that's Never. what I do. I, I I keep it high Perfect and tight. Perfect handoff. These guys are well, just talking first, about. First of all, Jake is the leader of the band right here. Yeah. And and Gordon is is hiding in his basement. Yeah. With, <laughs> with with Big Joe. <laughs> Jake is the head coach. Uh, oh man, you know what? I'm, I, I'm coming to the rescue. Yeah. These, these are the best two hours of my week. I'll be honest. I love Football <laughs> Friday. <It's the laughs> hey, you're hurting, man. <laughs> hey, I'm going to transition really quickly because I told you I teased last week which Jake taught me all about yeah. the tease. Yeah, the tease. It's very important. We got some sexy stuff. Ooh. And that's not normally a word that I yeah. would use here. Look at that chair, Alema. Stand you up. You mean the one over there with the that's got the furry chair? Yeah. Ooh. Oh my god. Ooh. What do you think about that? <laughs> now, now Vidal, there's nothing sexy about yeah. Vidal who's modeling. Vidal's now. modeling now. That's that is very sexy. That would look really good, like up in a, in a, a walk-in closet, or it would look good um, up in the bedroom. That would look good anywhere. It would look good in the parlor anywhere. See, I, t- I tell you what, I love it that Alema has become one of your best clients. Alema loves it. Very style conscious. He is very style I mean, conscious. Now he just saw that chair over there. Uh-huh. All of a sudden, he said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that chair's going home. That this chair is. Yeah. Listen, that chair's a $1,400 chair. I'm going to boom it. For what? Two ninety nine. What? What? Oh. No way. Boom. How did you take more than $1,000 off that chair boom. just like that? I'm going to blow you away. Okay. Little. I told you about this tease last week, Jake. Jake <laughs> remembers in April we got a truckload of this stuff. This is when the world was ended. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The world was they ending. closed. <laughs> the world was ending yeah. in March and April. Everything yeah. shut down. Everything was. Yeah, ending. coach didn't get the memo. He just kept on. I was away. getting <laughs> deals, and I was afraid to buy yeah. anything. Right. Yeah. Anything. 
But I bought this deal because it was too good to yeah. pass. We just got it picked up. The warehouse had been closed, and then they got whatever courts were involved. It yeah. had to be cleaned out. I finally got my stuff. Let's hear about it. Boom. Boom. I have <laughs> a dining table. Remember that beautiful gray dining table? Oh, yeah. Ooh, uh-huh. yeah. Yep. The Internet price was $2,700 for the table. I just found it Black Friday, a couple of retailers. One is $1,607.65. Yeah. The other one is... What's that price, Alema? They're, they're selling it for $2,569. Sit down. I don't okay. want you to fall over. Okay. I'm I have 15 of them, Coach. It's not 2600 bucks. It's not 1600 bucks. We're going to do 15 of these tables. It's the most beautiful dining room table, gray. I have two heights. I have a pub height. And I have a lower height, yeah. and it's got an incredible butterfly leaf. It goes clear out to 84 inches. No way. Coach, 400. What? How? He just took over $2,100 off the retail price, the advertised retail price on this, hey, this on the Internet. 499 special. Okay. Right This here. is the Coach... Mac special of the year. Oh, there's oh. no doubt. Boom. <laughs> While they last, 15, you got 15 of them? I have 15 okay. of them. Hey, boom, boom, That's boom, 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 boom. I, had, I sold one last night. I only have 14. Okay. I misspoke. All right. Um, last but not least for this break, you guys noticed this corner of the warehouse. It yeah. was an office. I have a good friend who owns a dry cleaner. Mm-hmm. I he see owns, that. He owns several of them. We're gonna we're gonna help him out with a deal today. Okay. You know how much money it costs yeah. to get your stuff dry. Yeah, the dry clean suits here, right? They are going to do a suit special. Any suit, two piece suit, men, women, your choice, nine ninety nine. What? Alema. That's a deal. That's a deal. What's the guy? What's the guy's name? Yeah. Rick Butterfield. Hey, Rick. I'm nice gonna, job. I'm going to get him over here later. <laughs> All but right. listen to this deal. He says because of the grand opening, because I'm hitting it on the Football Friday yeah. show, he's going to do shirts cleaned and pressed. Sit down. A <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> 99 cents. What? What? 99 cents. Man. You have to spend 20 bucks. Okay. But he'll do shirts for Yeah, that. that's what? 20, His, 21 shirts and you got... Come do two suits. Come do two shirts and bring ten shirts. Well, I got thirty bucks. I I can bring twenty-one shirts and fourteen suits. You got fourteen suits. Hold off on those. I don't want to tell you how many suits I have. Hold off on that suit deal. (laughs) you got Christmas coming. (laughs) (laughs) All right, take advantage of it all. What do you mean? mean? You don't want to tell me how many suits you have. So what I'm trying to announce here fast. Okay, yeah. Right across the street from Costco, you can drop your laundry off. He has a service where he'll sell you a bag for five bucks. You drop it off. Yeah. Two days later, pick it up. That's awesome, by the, the way. Best for price people, in you know, Utah. If you just leave, oh, you take your dirty clothes, drop them off there. They'll wash your clothes and fold them and give them back to you. Suits nine ninety nine. That's crazy. Unheard of. Wow. All right, take That's advantage crazy. of it all. Eighteen twenty five South, three hundred West. It's the warehouse. We got we got so many deals here. <laughs> take I advantage mean, of them. Wait, wait, hey, we got cleaner. Yeah. We got furniture. furniture. We got beds. Yes. We got everything. You name it. And we got this chair this over chair here. This chair over here. This luxury chair. <laughs> you know, more next. You, you know, got to go. Like, 97.5 and 12. Gordon Hayward. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be. Breaking down the Utes, Cougars, and the Aggies. This is Football Fridays with Alema Harrington and Ron McBride on The Big Show. Presented by Stonehaven Dental on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show on a Football Friday. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, Coach Mack, Alema Harrington. We are live at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. It's the warehouse. Uh, we got into it a little bit in the last segment, Utah, and their their game at Washington. Uh, Coach, want to get uh, a few more of your thoughts on that? We got into the fumble, and well, I felt so bad for him because he was playing so well and his body so language. Emotional. Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely. Which, 
But I, it cost I him. love this kid. He's going to be a great running back. I mean, oh to, yeah, to the, me. the freshman kid. Oh yeah, yeah Ty Jordan. Jordan. This, this kid, and and I like to fancy myself a you know a, a guy that can spot a, a kid that's going to be a good runner, and this kid has the right way that he attacks the line of scrimmage. He's uh, low to the ground. He's not a you know a tall kid, and uh, he's a slasher, and he's got a burst. Yep. He's got that burst, and so I you know sometimes for me I I watch that game and I think that's a freshman season right there. You know, this freshman season games count more because you only have a handful of them, but those are typical mistakes that a freshman might make along the way. I bet you you don't see him do that again. Well, you hope not. Right. But, but believe me, uh, Kyle has always done a, a good job of, of uh, you know, taking care of turnover yeah. things, you know, because that's that's the number one stat in football, the turnover margin. And uh, so they've always done a good job of, of of possessing the football, knocking it out, uh, creating turnovers, and uh, uh, so I'm shocked that that they would have nine, eight or nine turnovers in two games. Uh, I'm not so sure with uh, Bentley. You know, he's a little sloppy with the ball, and sometimes with a quarterback, it's hard to break some of those habits. I know mm-hmm. that, like. Cameron Higgins was a guy who always carried the ball incorrectly, you know, and you had to, you had to, who's that, Linda? Yes, Linda right there. What's up, Linda? And so, so, you know, um, so we had to always, you know, I was always on the quarterback guy. Make yeah, sure fortunately, that, he put up the kind of numbers, right? Yeah. He, he was a, a, a heck of a quarterback for you at Weber State. Yeah. And uh, the, the numbers that he put up were, were astronomical. But when he was running around free, you yeah. know, he'd be out here or in here with the ball. Yeah. By the way, another St. Louis High School quarterback, this kid. Yeah. Yeah. So Cameron, Cameron was, was really. Have a seat, Linda. Make yourself comfortable. What's up, Linda, Linda? Linda Hamilton in the yeah. house, by the way. No big deal. Just celebrities. Yeah, no big deal. Just no big celebrities deal. dropping by the show. That's <laughs> hey, all. World she famous writer. She, she, she just dropped by the yeah. show. Yeah. Just she hanging looked, out. Like, she, look at her bear's mask, too. She looks yeah. look, look sharp. <laughs> it looks sharp. And the thing is, Linda wants to buy that chair over there. Yeah, with yeah, that's what she's coming in. If she's not coming to see us. No. No, no, no. She's, she's got her eye on I'm the I'm telling chair. you, that dining room table, I'm back from a scouting report. Every now and then during the commercial break, I will go on the scouting report and uh, take a trip with Tom, and we'll go in the, into the back part of the warehouse. He just showed me that, that, that dining table I was talking about with the leaf in, in the middle. Just it, it is spectacular. Like, I mean – amazing it's a beautiful dining table in a, in a formal dining room setting uh real quick uh and gordon i want i want you to talk about this a little bit because you and i both latched on to something um uh, from the show yesterday that utah had to pick a guy at running back and just to get back to ty jordan for a second you think he's the guy you think you've seen enough in two games that that's him I don't know it for a fact, but I, I suspect it heavily. Let me say it that way. That kid looks good to me. I, I agree with what Lemma was saying. Mm-hmm. Here's here's the only thing that you it would be a question mark uh, on him, I guess, at this point, and would be his ability to pick up the blitz and yep. the ability to 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 block the blitz guy and identify the blitz guy and be able to be able to be a you know because. Uh, the last kid they had, you know, that's playing in the pros now, he, he was a really good blitz pickup. Moss. Uh, I mean, he'd face up the guy, and he was a strong kid. And and so I know that they work on that blitz pickup every day in practice, and that could be why they maybe they rotate more, yeah. you know, because maybe in certain situations there's a better guy at picking up, you know. Yeah. And how good a receiver he is out of the backfield, I don't know. But this kid is uh, one of those kids that he has – whatever it is, he has it. You know. Yeah. So he, I'll say this, so, too, about the, the blitz pickups side, Gordon, and th- that is this, that 
you you want to bring that kid along if he's capable of it. I mean, from from a from the standpoint of being able to understand and pick up the blitz, bring him because you're coming from the high school ranks where it's a little bit different. Sometimes a lot different, sometimes a little bit different. But if you're a star running back, you might be coming from a program where you carried the ball 30, 40 times in the game, and you didn't have to worry about pass blocking. You get to the college ranks, and you want to bring that kid if he's capable of doing it up to speed on pass blocking as fast as possible so you don't have to rotate. The last thing you want to see is, oh, this guy's coming in, it's a pass play. Yeah, yeah. So, it, the, the, yeah, yeah, I get that. Let me ask you this, though. Does does the height of a running back uh, factor in at all for you guys? Uh, Ty, what's Ty, 5'8", five, 5'7"? Five, I don't know how tall he is. He's not very right. tall. Barry Sanders no, wasn't tall either, right? But he seemed I think to do all right. I, 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 it doesn't have any credence at all, except you, what your, where, where, what's, what does his lower half look like? You know, yeah. like his, his, be, his behind, his hamstrings, you know, all that stuff. You know, if you like, you like to have a guy like that with kind of a bubble butt, you know, and where he's. We and, like to call it, call it the pelvic tilt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because that's where the power comes yeah. from, you know, and and sometimes those shorter guys are are better, you know. Lower I mean, center of gravity. Right. right. Who was that running back that they called the muscle hamster? That guy was like 5'5", five, five, but just a bowling ball. You remember he played at Boise State and he played for the Bucks. What was his name? I, I don't know. remember that. <laughs> no, hold on. I'll have to. I'll have to uh, I'll, Google it. And 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 again, when it comes to the the height of the running back, now you do get concerned if he's got a blitzer coming at him, just going to run right over him. That's why you need that lower body strength. The other thing, Gordon, is it's not bad sometimes to have a five foot eight running back that gets lost, you know, behind offensive linemen. Because I'll tell you, the linebackers, as soon as the ball is snapped. And they're looking for that running back. If it's a run play, if that guy can get lost behind a big six foot five, you know, guard or tackle, that's advantageous to the running game because now they can't find him. And then before you know, it, boom, he squirts out of a hole. Yeah, yeah. Doug Martin, by the way, was the muscle <laughs> hamster. You remember that guy? Anyway, sorry, Coach. Doug Martin, the yeah, uh, the muscle hamster. Well, one of my favorite yeah. nicknames, and he hated it. Yeah, yeah, he hated that nickname. So why are you calling me that? It's like oh, it's the perfect description of you. He was like he was like five foot four, but two hundred fifty pounds. I mean, he was just a little ball of a human. Yeah, okay. That sounds that sounds downright dirty, doesn't it? Somehow, I don't know. And we had we had a dirty. What are you talking about? We had we had a we had a we we had a running back from from uh, uh, Southern California. We called him Half Man. Yeah, like half man, half amazing, or half man? Just half man because he looked like half a man. <laughs> you got a full man stuffed in the half man body. I, I nicknamed him half man. I said, you look like half a man. <laughs> I, we did could he, do a whole show, a, a whole compliment? segment at least, on best nicknames that coaches have, have doled out over the years. I bet you've given a few nicknames over the years, Coach. Uh, like Chipmunk, you know. <laughs> you know. Some, they, they show up to you like Neckbone. Yeah, Neckbone neck came to you with his rat, own nickname. Rat Man. You know what? So I had I had this guard, uh, he, and he looked like a rat, right? <laughs> and so 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 one day in 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 uh, in, a, in a meeting room, right? So I'm sitting there, I says, what, is, what does John look like? And one of the guys said, he looks like a rat. I said, well, let's just call him Rat Man. <laughs> and so guys guys would come at the meeting, and they would bring cheese, and they'd yeah. be, like, just chewing on the cheese. Hey, we're, we're rat Man, Rat Man, Rat Man. <laughs> man. Poor guy. Uh, all right, we'll get some more coming up next. We're live at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. We've we've got to talk to Linda here. Or you got locker that. head, or you got <laughs> locker head. Because <laughs> his head looks like a locker. <laughs> Stay tuned. More next, 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. I made it through. All right. It's Football Friday on the Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, Coach Mack, Alema Harrington as well. Uh, live at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Prices so low, it'll blow your mind. It's the warehouse. Uh, let's talk a little BYU for a minute. We'll get into okay. Utah State and, and talk about Oregon State coming up in the in the 3 o'clock hour. But, Coach, how hard would it be to get a game finalized on Thursday and play Saturday afternoon on the other side of the country? Well, not easy, <laughs> you know. I mean, so that's that's uh, 
you know, I mean, you're all of a sudden you're, they maybe have had some kind of an inkling that that could be in the works, you know, maybe earlier. And, um, and, and the fact that maybe you probably told the coaches, Hey, you, you better start taking a look at the film on this team or this team. And, um, uh, so I think the biggest thing is just to, to, I, I don't know what Coastal Carolina runs offensively. So then you're you're sitting there, and BYU is going to play pretty much the same defense regardless of, of who they're playing. But it would it would determine the the depth of the linebackers, uh, you know, which which zone you're going to play and why you're going to play it, and and. Uh, what gives you? Where are the mismatches? You know, where where do you find the deficiencies, and uh, how how are you going to exactly attack? You know, what's going to be your? So there's a lot of things that go into to a game plan, and and uh, but BYU's off offensive running game is pretty simple because they're a zone basically a zone team, and so their protections are are pretty are pretty simple. And they they have maybe three three protections I think, and uh, so and and uh, they execute what they're doing pretty well regardless of what they're going to see. So I think that they'll adjust quite well, and it would just depend on on uh, really what Coastal Carolina runs offensively. You know, are they a read option team or are they are they an RPO team? Or, uh, you know, I'm not sure. Are they a spread team? You know, so so it's just uh, it it's so I don't know. Do you know? So they Guys, they run a lot of option. The, they they run a lot of option yeah, out of the spread. Ahead. Sorry, Gordon. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say the BYU. The way I understand it is BYU got the practice in on Wednesday and yesterday, uh, planning for Coastal Carolina. So they so at least got a they, couple of practices in. They, yeah, they got a little bit in, obviously, traveling and whatnot, and then you got to get uh, acclimated. But uh, this is interesting. Coastal Carolina, Jake and I were digging into this a little bit yesterday. They, they're, As far as yards gained, it's almost exactly the same, running and throwing the ball, uh, which means they run the ball more than they throw it, obviously, to make up the difference to equalize that out. But it's one of those attacks where BYU is going to have to be ready. That quarterback, that McCall kid, I think he has like seventeen hundred yards thus far this season. Yeah, he's a very is, efficient, yeah, very efficient, efficient not 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 necessarily proficient, but uh, efficient, and uh, he's only thrown one pick all year. Yeah, so twenty touchdowns. Yeah, between the two of them, the two quarterbacks, right? What three interceptions between the two of them, and. Um, you know, Coastal Carolina is, is a team that, that can and has put up some points. So, you know, to, to me, that's the thing you, you get concerned about when when BYU is on the field in a game like this where you don't know a whole lot about the opponent and you know something about their offense but as far as how many points, you know, a game they put up. And then you got to look at their competition and see how they did that. But if you find yourself in a situation where you have to outscore your opponent, can you do that? And I think that BYU can. That's my personal opinion. BYU can do that. But I don't think that Coastal Carolina has seen a front seven like BYU is going to present tomorrow so far this season. Well, well we will soon see. Yeah. Well, there. see, I, I think you bring up a, a really valid point because they're, they're very small up front. Their offensive line has played well, but they're not – Big. I mean, okay. BYU's going to have a size advantage. They like to spread you out, but still run that option. Uh, they have 388 rush attempts, coach, to 211 pass attempts. Okay. So this is a redshirt freshman quarterback who has been who has exceeded expectations and has made very few mistakes for so a young what, player. Who? What was the best team they played against up to this point? Oh, let me see here. Let's. Uh, they beat Kansas, I believe, if memory serves. But let me uh, let me bring. Yeah, they, they beat, beat Kansas. them by about. They beat them by fifteen or so. But they beat uh, University of Louisiana thirty to twenty-seven. So okay. uh, Louisiana is pretty good. Um, the only comparable game they have with BYU is Texas State. 
They beat Texas State 49 to 14. BYU beat them what, Gordon? What was it, 53 to 14? 52 to 14. 52. So almost so, yeah. the exact same score. Do you guys believe in those comparative scores? Do you put any credence in that stuff? Well, I, I think it, it, it depends on personnel, really. And, um, you know, can you. You know, can you dictate the same thing personnel-wise, and how do how do you how do you match up your personnel with their personnel, and what's who's comparable, and and uh, and all sometimes of that. that common opponent really is is all you got yeah. to try to make any type of you know uh, um, create an opinion on on you know which team is better. You know, there's, there's times like this one where the only thing you have is that common opponent and sometimes you look at it and you say well this is not the same guy i saw on film yeah that's true too that's true too i mean i didn't i didn't see is that is that 74 it's the same guy that looked you know he, you know he looked terrible the other week. i said we're, that's the guy we want that we're going to operate on all of a sudden he's he's killing our guy <laughs> All right, we're live here at the warehouse. We'll get to more uh, talk about, obviously, football coming up right around the corner. We'll get more into the Utes and uh, the Beavs. We'll talk about the Aggies as well. Tom is joining us once again from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low to blow your mind. And we've got some good ones today, Tom. Uh, I have booms like you've never okay. boomed Let's before. Let's boom it up. Coach, we just had somebody call from Park City. They heard us on the what air. Where did you get that? You got a new chair? <laughs> What are we? I'm taking care of her. Don't I know, we? but what are we selling the chair for? I'm I'm not selling the chair. I'm I'm I gave her the, the best seat in the house. Yeah. We we moved Linda Hamilton. He she was in your spot, so we moved her over to a beautiful recliner over here. Coach just wants to make sure that we're, Linda's taken care of. We're going to do that chair as the Linda special. Yeah. It's normally okay. eight ninety nine. We have it marked. What do we have it marked, Coach? Four eighty nine. How Ooh. about three ninety nine? How about that? Hey, it automatic. It was. Four eighty nine. That's three eighty nine. Yeah, because Linda's got to do a Linda special. Linda special. I like it. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so get that Linda. Get the Linda special. What's next? What else? The we got? table. Our, our okay. table. Our table. We, we only have thirteen now. Somebody from Park City called. They wanted to know what it was. Vidal went and took a picture, yeah. texted it to him. They looked it up on the internet. They called back. They did it over the phone. Yeah. No, they <laughs> did. I'm telling you this. They did it All over the phone, All you have to do awesome. is find out which one it is. Go try to compare prices on the internet, and you're going to save between 1000 and $2,000. Listen, I made a big mistake. Yeah. When the leaf is it's a butterfly leaf, and it's got this mechanical mechanism so one person can pull it. It's amazing. And it opens up by amazing. itself. And the butterfly folds out from within the cocoon. This is real. That was technical. Coach. I like that word. Yeah. I like, hey, that, was, that was technical. It's kind of like chipmunk. <laughs> you can then yeah. by yourself push it closed. I said it comes out to 80. It's 84 inches. Yeah. It goes out to 109. Wow. Gorgeous table. And I also have the same table, but a counter height. Yeah. So like a pub table, same price, not twenty five ninety nine, not sixteen ninety nine. Okay. Four ninety nine. That's crazy. This seriously, this is insane. And this table is so big, the four of us can sit and be socially distanced and uh, have dinner together. Well, I'm I'm just telling the guy in Park City, you got yourself a great oh, deal. Oh, incredible. Incredible. <laughs> I can't put. I can't. And they, you got to go see the way. That I can't. I can't advertise yeah. the brand, but I can tell you it's a gemstone that's green. <laughs> <laughs> read through. Read through the lines there between the lines. Alema, I'm going to let yeah. you bust this one. We're going to okay. do this. This is a beautiful, upholstered diamond tuck, linen bench. It's normally twelve hundred bucks. Twelve hundred bucks. It's twelve hundred bucks. And you're selling it. We're doing it. We're doing it right now. Two ninety nine. Two ninety nine. What? Yeah. It's, a, it's, higher... it's another boom. What's the, what's the name next? Of it? Next, yeah. but not okay. Next, but not last. <laughs> okay. Can you see that incredible gray velvet bench? <laughs> we had we had the Vidal. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Is that cute or yeah. what? That's perfect to, to, for some extra. You can put your feet up on it, or you can sit on it. You, you can, can put it at the end of your bed, use yeah. it as a dressing bench. Yes. Um, this bench is normally $1,100. Okay. 
I only have three of them, so I'm going to do it for the same deal. Two ninety nine. Two ninety nine. All all it's in that gorgeous that silver gray. But you it's could you could just gorgeous. walk out of here with a whole house full of furniture for about three grand. You get that a lot, you could. Though, don't you, Tom? That's absolute. That's one hundred per. You could do your whole house for three grand. That's right. Uh, that's Boom. a that's a little bit low. Because you're going to want an adjustable bed. That's true. And oh, we're going to hit so we have to go up yeah. a little bit higher. Yeah, uh, we're going to hit well, the adjustable bed well, queen special for five ninety nine. Yeah, not a lot higher. Not a lot okay. higher. Okay, so we're, let's let's just do a whole house. How much can we do a whole house for? Well, it depends on what you you want. This sectional. Well, do you want this sectional? It, well, it it's the, the variable is. I can put you a house together. Yeah, for we don't five want to put a limit on that you, will coach. Blow you well, away. Well, let's do it. Let's do a let's do a whole house special. We'll do a whole house special for five grand. Yeah, I'll blow okay. you hey, away. Five, wow. for five, five grand. Five grand we'll do your whole house. A Boom. living room, a Boom. bedroom with an yeah. adjustable yeah. bed, a dining yeah. room. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get specific. So you got a living room, a dining okay. room, and and. So, and a and a bedroom, two bedrooms. Okay, two, okay. Bedrooms. two bedrooms. So that that now, five grand for that. Let's talk to the okay. listeners. You have right lots now. of choices. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of people moving to Utah from this out of guy. State. If he came okay. into my house recruiting me, I'm signing. <laughs> He's good. <laughs> so so let's say I'm coming from out of state. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, I'm going to bought a house sight unseen. Sight unseen. I bought the house. I bought the house online. Yeah. Okay. But I have no furniture. Okay. I have I have maybe three hundred thousand from my house I sold in California, and I'm thinking, hey, I want to get the best possible deal yeah. I can do. Hey, okay, we go to the warehouse, we do our whole house for five grand, and boom, and all of a sudden, boom, and then the husband becomes a hero. Yeah, he said. He said, the wife goes, honey, yeah. we get all new furniture. Said said, yeah. hey, look, I just took care of all the furniture, no problem. Yeah. And she says, how'd you do that? I went to see Tom. I went to see Tom. <laughs> there it is. And, 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 and Five grand, and we got it covered. That got, means we're going we're, we're going to go on a trip for yeah. a vacation now. Yeah, and we so we got another. Because we thought so, we were going to spend it on. So we're budgeting, so we budgeting $15,000. You have yeah. $10,000. Take Think the whole family on a cruise. That, that's not unrealistic. $15,000, okay, that's our budget to, to do the whole house. Right. Tom is going to do it for five grand. So he's saying. I got 10000 left over. I've got ten, and, and so I got ten left over, and I'm just going to give it to the. To the lady of the house, do with her what you want. All right, You're, take advantage of it. The coach yes, in a lemma, paint yes. Tom in an awkward corner for the benefit of our listeners. Hey. 1825 South, 300 West. Don't forget about it. We're on 86 East I'm University Parkway. That never happens. Hey, better get on the phone to Uncle Clayton and tell him what's going on. Hey. All right, stay tuned. Hey. More next, hey. 975 for five grand.